linked it down to Dante. Yeah. Um, miffed and peeved. Miffed and peeved. That's a way of saying like you're angry or you're mad. Don't be miffed and peeved. Miffed. Don't be miffed and peeved. It's a real world. It's a real. It's a real. It's a real. It's a real. It's a real one. I don't use it, but it's that in your vocab. Down to Dante. Yes. This is Stephen Adams. Don't be miffed and peeved. No, you can't be miffed and peeved. Sorry. This is Stephen Adams. You can't be miffed and peeved because you're listening to Down to Dunk. Good morning and welcome to episode five, three. Six of Down to Dunk. You can find us on CLNS Media, DailyThunder.com, Dash Radio at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. Ma'am, through. Taylor. In the jungle, man, through. I was trying to. Sorry, Jay. You just got to the best part. Hey, oh golly, man, it's too early. That's how wow. this works. And special guest this morning, visiting from Portland, Alex Spears. What up, YouTube? <laughs> What's yeah. up, YouTube? Like and subscribe. What's up, dudes? Hey, the finals are going on. <laughs> good one. The finals are going on. They're no good. <clears throat> I mean, for real. They're actually the last game was actually somewhat enjoyable, uh, was it? Until the end, until the second quarter. <laughs> so yeah, the Cavs are not good, and we all knew that. And then they played the best collection of talent in the history of the NBA. But let me tell you what no. they should do differently. No, yeah, let me tell happen. you about their schemes. Yeah. You know what they should do differently? Have better players. Yeah, just. <laughs> Not be Rodney Hood and, yeah. and Jordan Clark. Jordan Clarkson. I don't, did he even play in game four, three? Does it matter? No. I mean, they're, they're somehow worse with him on the floor, yet better plus my. I don't know. Dude, this is not enjoyable. This is not ideal for Adam Silver. And then what will happen is everybody will say, look at the ratings. The ratings are high. There's still people are still. It's like nobody wants this. No. This is not fun. No. Nothing Everyone's hate fun. watching. I'm not even hate watching anymore. I just turn it off. I, really? I watched the first quarter, then I watched Thor Ragnarok, and I had a great time. Which is on, on Netflix, Netflix now. Yeah. Oh, congratulations, it was, everyone. It was great. What watched is, it with Congratulations, everyone. We loved so it. So is Coco. Coco's also on Netflix. Oh, yeah. watched that the other so day. I it's cried. Fantastic so movie. Seems Which like part did you cry at? All of that During From beginning game to end. Weeping. What is Thor Fraggle Rock? Sounds awesome. Yeah. It's really good. I love Fraggle Rock, man. It's great. Hey, these are all things that are more enjoyable to talk about than the NBA. <laughs> we could have a five-day podcast about what things would be better that are more than the enjoyable. NBA finals. You know, what I feel bad for the um, like national NBA writers who have to like meet deadlines and write about these games. <sighs> yeah, I, I couldn't bring myself to do it. That'd be so miserable. Or, or like your boss is making you do a podcast. Like re- we need you to recap Game Three or something. <laughs> Yeah, I actually saw... It would be terrible. Speaking of that and Jordan Clarkson, I actually saw a big piece yesterday that was like, Jordan Clarkson playing bad in these finals is proof that the Lakers won the trade. And like those are the type of pieces that are coming out of these finals. I actually kind of like that one. (laughs) Because it's not about the finals. Yeah. (laughs) It's about a trade that happened five months ago. No, it's true. They actually did. They got a first-round pick in that trade, which is super crazy. crazy. Larry Nance is a player. <laughs> he played basketball, <laughs> wore a jersey. Hey, guys, you know what I'd rather talk about than the finals? Anthem Beer, official sponsor of Down to Dunk, and official delicious beer of my mouth. It's great. I love drinking it. Alex, you're in town. You been to the tap room? No, but I had one. You didn't go last night? Five hours ago. Hey. And, and how, how, how did it feel? It was great. I tweeted it out. Yeah. It uh, 
It's great. When you're in town, we'll, we'll I'll try to take you to the tap room because it's pretty cool. Did you have Arjuna last night? I did. Oh wow! Oh, tell us what time wait, did, did you, you do that? Check, on, check the timestamp. Did you, you do that on purpose? Did you look at our doc and see we were talking about Anthem Arjuna? No, I did order an Anthem on purpose. <laughs> look at her because I like Anthem. But. Nice. I knew it was going to be on the pod, and then I could talk about it. Where'd you go? Did you go to a local establishment? I was at McNally's. (laughs) You got into the city and then drove straight to McNally's. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds kind of messed up. (laughs) Oh, you had an Anthem Arjuna at McNally's. God, what is wrong? Dusty. Dusty Gilpin. That's the kind of activity that we need to retweet that one. We like that. People come in here. Drinking Anthem Arjuna. You need to do so at the tap room. They have some live music sometimes. Sometimes they'll have food trucks. You get to see where that delicious beer you drank is made. And uh, if you like, if you, you get one you like there, you can take it home in a growler. Also, you can Alex. buy six packs and they're cold. They're actually in a fridge there. Which at the I tap room, which you can't true. do anywhere else. Oh, cool. Yeah, what's up with that? It's, I mean, I, I support it. I'm not yeah, saying, like, what's up with that? Oh, if, if liquor stores are not allowed to have fridges, <laughs> <laughs> breweries shouldn't be. So <laughs> tell me, give me three or four initial observations of Arjuna. Uh, for some reason, I thought it was their IPA, which is not. It is not. It is not. What, what is the name of their IPA? IPA. Okay. Anthem IPA. <laughs> Anthem IPA. Now I know that for the future. <laughs> um, but I'd gotten the, I got the Arjuna because you guys told me to get it. Um, and uh, it was good. It came in a nice glass. It wasn't a you know tall glass. It was yeah, a, yeah, a, a goblet or whatever those are called. Mm, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Gobbledygook. Yeah, that was it. Um, Did you have some steamed mussels with it? No, is that what it pairs well with? Pairs well with steamed mussels. Oh, oh, the fruity notes. I definitely tasted the fruity notes. I see that there. Chamomile. Chamomile right before bed. That's right. Oh. <laughs> put me right to sleep. sleep. <laughs> it's a great beer. As all of theirs are, like I said last week, man, pills is my go-to now if I'm out and about. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Jay's a pills head. I'm a pills head. Oh, pills gosh. Head. That's cool. That felt worse than, okay. All right. Well, guys, <laughs> let's talk. We, we have a ton of Twitter questions. We got a ton, so let's jump into them. Are you going to ruin KD? No. I turn that that wasn't very loud. That was not Hey, can I loud. just say... I, I want to just destroy somebody that tweeted at me yesterday about Kevin Durant. Is that oh, okay? do it. Destroy uh, them. Uh, Drag uh, them. They 100% don't listen to me. But they. somebody said that I said Kevin Durant ruined the NBA, which was just me trying to be funny, and it's gotten way more burn than I thought it would. And it makes me uncomfortable because I hate conflict. Congrats, on, dude. I hate conflict on Twitter because it's like you can't ever actually. It's the worst. You can't ever actually have a real argument. The best. Anyway. So this guy said that, I said, yeah, Kevin Durant ruined the NBA. And he said, just like when LeBron went to Miami. How is that even? I don't know. Everybody's bringing that up right now. How is that even remotely comparable? It's not. It's not. All three of the finals that the Miami Heat played in, winning all, no, they played in four, right? Mm-hmm. And they won two. Two of four. Lost two. Lost the Spurs and, and the, the Mavs. Mavs. And the two in between, they almost lost the one to the Spurs that Ray Allen, y'all were talking about on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. 73 win team added the second best player in the world. Yeah, the, the comp would be if LeBron joined the Boston Celtics. Exactly. After they beat him. The only thing that's similar is that when LeBron even, went to Miami, we did feel that way. People did say, like, oh, the NBA's done. Like, LeBron did the not one, not two, right. not three. We did think that, but then that first season, right off the bat, we saw that there was a flaw. Like, there was something wrong with that team. And so that made it fun again yeah. when they lost to Dallas because we saw that, oh, there's actually hope for the league. And then the next couple of years, it was like, great. And mm-hmm. all those finals against the Spurs were amazing. They were great. Every single year right. was amazing. And Eastern mm-hmm. Conference finals were really good every single year. Like, there was competition yeah, playing, for that, that team. Was the, yeah. Pacers the Pacers were Pacers, pretty yeah. good at that point. And the Celtics even Boston, were still really yeah, good. Boston yeah. was yeah. decent. It was, yeah, the NBA was still okay. And the best we've gotten totally. here was that Houston series, which was – Good series, but but that's like one series, and then the Thunder series from 2016. <laughs> I still think if the Thunder would have had a chance to match up with them, I mean, obviously Melo became even more detrimental defensively, but I still think looking at the Thunder potentially for next year, like they match up at least, they could do what, and I think you all have mentioned this as well, is mm-hmm. they can look at the way Houston played Oklahoma or Houston played Golden State and say, hey, we can 
do that yeah. without Melo. We can do that if Melo looks like Ryan Anderson, where he plays for three and a half minutes and gets so embarrassed. We that can do that if Melo sprains his ankle in the first quarter. Right, yeah. But I, I just think Oklahoma City can defend them uh, at least as well. I mean, obviously better than Cleveland can, but... Yeah, no, I think... I think if Paul George comes back, that they'll have a shot to lose in six or seven against that team. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your goal? Did you? So you talked about the that show with Woj and Bobby Marks and uh, mm-hmm. oh, Mike Schmitz. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. So they were on, and and I can't remember and the name. Cassidy Hubberth. Uh, yeah. Two thousand eighteen, bro. Sorry, I didn't know who she was. Uh, the host. Okay. Ass. Got it. Host. But, it's a great show, actually. I enjoyed it. ESPN's <laughs> ramping up their NBA coverage, and I've really enjoyed that. But mm-hmm. uh, anyway, they were talking about one of the things Daryl Morey came on, and they talked about the statement that Daryl Morey made earlier in the season, or maybe before the season, that you know, like we're obsessed with what we can do to create a team to beat the Warriors. Mm-hmm. And they asked him about that. He said, what doesn't make sense to me is why a team wouldn't be obsessed. So you have two options in this league. is You try to create the best roster you can to compete with the Warriors, in his mind, or you tank. That's really it. Like, what's the point in between? Like, if you're trying to win, you need to try to be obsessed with beating the Warriors. Yeah. I think if you're a young team, and I think this is probably what Phoenix is thinking, is they're, like, they're prepping for the post-Warriors world. And that's why they're willing to take someone like DeAndre Ayton, who, if you look at this playoffs, doesn't really make sense. Do I have a bubble in my throat? <laughs> I don't know. Do you? Oh, I got frog, it out. Frog in there. Uh, but if you look at this playoffs, like, DeAndre Ayton doesn't... It's like, why would you take him? Like... Big men are not a big part of this league. But once you get past the Warriors, past the Rockets, which is going to happen at some point, maybe in the next five four years. or five years, but that's probably when Phoenix is going to be good. That's when all those guys will be in their prime. I, that's like my favorite conversation right now is like trying to figure out what the league is going to look like in five years because I do think it's going to look different, but I didn't feel that way like even like a couple months ago. Because um, it just seemed like everything was going to be shooting, small ball, switching. And I, I, now I'm less convinced of it. Yeah, but, and I, uh, Go ahead, Sartan. I was going to say, like, can you really prepare and start um, like expecting what the league is going to be in three years? Because this Warriors thing happened by chance. You know what I mean? Like, the league changed because of the Warriors. And the Warriors happened but from being lucky. From drafting Draymond and Draymond being the player he is. Steph Curry being healthy and being, like incredible and shooting from wherever he wants and clay thompson and all three of those happening to be on the same team like that was luck and that's what changed the league i don't know if you can like it is but they're still an iteration of like previous teams i feel like starting with the the seven seconds or less Suns, yeah and then going to even the miami heat lebron the way they ran and then moving on to the Spurs, and then now to the Warriors. They're just the best version of it. But yeah, you can't. Like, all you're doing is following the best team, and like you don't know what the best team is going to be in four years, right? right. It's the but best I, team determines well, what the league. But I think does. that's what general managers. I think that's if if you're going to look back and be critical on Sam Presti, I think the thing that I would be the most critical about is he was reactionary in that time to the dominant team of that era, which mm. was the Lakers, yeah, right? right. And so the Kendrick Perkins trade is totally made, which I'm, I'm not this believer of, like, I don't think Jeff Green was the difference maker in the midst of all this. But if, but if you can have the foresight to say, this is where the league is leading, I think there's a chance that you do. And I, the Harden, I think there are multiple layers of the Harden trade. I'm not trying to bring that up. It's like, why don't we throw some more salt on all of the wounds that we have as Thunder mm-hmm. fans? But... I think looking forward is really the role of GMs, especially in today's NBA, where it's like, what are the Suns going to do in the next two years to compete with the Warriors? Nothing. Mm-hmm. That's There's, why we well, have Rob Hennigan. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> What's his <laughs> title? Um, Sam Dire- Presti's friend that we pay. Director of Vision or something? Director of Insight and Foresight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing about like trying to see that NBA coming, you couldn't because not even the Warriors saw that coming. The only reason Draymond Green ever even started was because David Lee got hurt yep. in training camp, and then they just brought him in. Like No one saw this. I don't think that you could look and see. It wasn't just the Lakers. Memphis played huge. Yes. Mm. San Antonio played huge. Yep. Mm. Portland at the time, they played two bigs, LaMarcus Aldridge and Robin Lopez, yeah. And I mean, they—you couldn't see that. I just don't think you could see that coming. Yeah, I mean, I—I I think you're right, but I think for maybe just kind of speaking more to what Alex is saying, I think that's what you have to do for 
80% of the league. Here's what you have to do. You have to take the best players because the here the best You're players shape the league. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If you think DeAndre Aiden is the best player, just you stack up all the talent and you say he has the most talent and the most potential of any player in this draft, you have to take him. And the same with the second, third, fourth. Like you just take who not necessarily who you think is the best fit to beat the Warriors. You take who's the best talent. And that's why DeAndre Aiden's going number one. What? Did you hear him after his Phoenix workout? Yeah. He just said, yeah, I'm going to be the first pick. Yeah. Okay, thanks, man. Yeah, we all know. Yeah, we know. But is that because you think he's the best talent or because you think the, high, the Suns he, believe he's the best talent? He has the highest ceiling of any of the players. How, the how is Luka Doncic not the highest ceiling of yeah. any of the players because in the of draft? A, because of athleticism. It's, Dude, it's easy. He's, that's not an easy answer. I mean, he's six. A, how tall is he? Six, seven? And he's played in how many professional games now? 70-something? And he's I playing against all, way better talent. He doesn't have games where he's like, oh, is he even, is he even trying this game? Is he even good? I, I, I don't know. I don't get that. I, I don't, don't buy the that. athleticism thing either because that's, that's been pegged on guys like James Harden, on Steph Curry. Those guys were called unathletic like when they were in the draft, and that was their big flaw. Yeah. And I, I just don't believe it with Luka. At all. I, I see. How does he not have the highest ceiling? You can't be the EuroLeague MVP, take your team to your EuroLeague title, playing against NBA-level like men. Yeah, Having and, 17. And I shooting. like him, Great I like him a lot. I'm not saying that Luka's not good. I'm saying that DeAndre Ayton, at if the end of the day, ceilings, man, if you're Aiton trying is yeah, but he's played. Four, he played thirty something, maybe forty games. So did every other <laughs> no, player. No, Luka Doncic did not. Games he played in the total number of games world. don't make you no. But you get player. a better. I idea would take Luka Doncic number one. Okay. Okay. You really? You I would. would. Thank you. For the Suns. I would take him. That's yes, what we're saying, he's my favorite man. player. But Tell I'm just one. saying that. Two- <laughs> Um, you know. oh, Good God. Oh. Um, you would have made it had you not made those sounds you almost you almost did a good argument you, you saw it in his eye he was like uh i could stop and not get muted or keep pushing i'm just saying that the ceiling of a deandre Aiden is the most dominant center in the nba and a guy that teams really have to prepare for like that's his ceiling do i think he'll get there i don't know but he could so that's that goes back to the whole meat of this conversation, right? Yeah, no meat of it. Uh, he could be the, the like he could be the best big guy in the NBA. Yes, like so he really could. ceiling is Doncic is really good, like all star. Aiton ceiling is potentially the best big in the league. See, I disagree. I, he's not he's not a better prospect than Anthony Davis. He's not a better prospect no, than Carl Anthony not Towns. Than Davis. He, I think he's as good of a prospect he's not a, as Cat was. He, no, he's not. Towns was supposed to be an amazing defender coming out of college. Yeah, it's so crazy. He was an obvious number one, and he had like a definable elite skill. Like, what is DeAndre Ayton's elite skill? Being it's that big. he looks huge. Yeah, he does. He's an he's he will be an elite offensive center. Yeah, he can. I mean, yeah, I mean, he can shoot. He, you, can, he he's a worse prospect than Joel Embiid. Like, he's not. Yeah, he's, I mean, I would say that talent wise, but Joel Embiid. You got, Joel Embiid was so injured. I mean, that's the only reason he fell to seven or whatever yeah. it was. But. Yeah, but that happened like a month before the draft. No, he because he missed the whole he missed the entire uh, NCAA tournament. Like people knew yeah. that he had. Yeah, a, but he was going to be the number one pick. Yeah, but people he, knew he had injury problems. Is what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. What I mean, it's, saying, it's, it's, his yeah. offensive game is light years beyond what Aiton's is. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Not, I mean, I'd agree with that. I don't he know. Had more, In college, I wouldn't say that they're light years. Yeah. Apart. I mean, now they are obviously. Did Aiden. you see? Did you see Embiid? Side note: Did you see him playing that sh- with those guys? Did you see him playing with those guys on some park in Philadelphia yeah. or something like that? It's Aiden, just a reminder how Aiden's good. Pe- people that are, I don't know. I think people are quick to tear Aiden down, but I mean, he could. I mean, he could not make the impact that people think. But just the ceiling, his My, potential ceiling is is massive. Is it everybody's Hello? hesitation with big guys? Is that the problem? Yes. Hello? I Which is so. the craziest thing about this draft because it's like five big guys in the first seven picks. Yeah, uh, the the crazy thing is not Aiden versus Doncic. Like that's that's a debate to be had. The debate that's being had now among NBA Doncic front offices Bagley. is Doncic versus Marvin Bagley, and that's where I'm like, all right, that's guys. insane. That is insane. To he's me. falling. Oh. He's falling to four in almost every smart mock draft. I feel like this is just people. People always get too cute, man. 
Don't get too cute well, with this. And the, you love Doncic all year when he's playing against men who have been playing for 10 years, and he's killing them. And now that it's the end of the year and these college players haven't played in months, now you look back at tape and you're finding all the best parts of them and comparing them to someone who's still playing. Doncic is still playing basketball right now, correct? I think no. he's still playing games. No. Like maybe pick up in a gym or something. <laughs> well, and he and I don't know if this will work in his favor or not, but he's not going to do workouts. Yeah, he's not making it. He's trying to dictate really not going to the Kings. Like he doesn't want to go there. He would love to not be a king. And Dragic, right. from what from some of the rumors, is Dragic is kind of saying, "Hey, don't," because they play. I mean, they're from the same. They play on the same international team, all that mm-hmm. stuff. And so it's one of the words I had heard, and I can't remember who said this, is that he's telling them like what teams, especially when the Suns, because Dragic exit was so bad at the Suns. He's like, "Don't do it. Like whatever you can't avoid the Suns, yeah. basically." So I'm sure he's also telling him the Kings have been a garbage pile for a decade so don't go there either you know mm-hmm. like and memphis i mean if he lands in memphis i mean i think obviously you said and, and we all probably would agree that being in dallas would be his best slide so be where's great. dallas five mm-hmm. God. i don't know if he'll slide that far i don't think he will yeah on draft night i bet he's i, I the prophecy man i know he's i think still, s- he's still going sacramento's got to take him yeah they have to take him dummies hey guys I got our first Twitter question. <laughs> we were like, don't do anything but Twitter questions. Mm-hmm. All right, how about a 20-minute uh-huh. debate on It comes draft. from at Jay Stiegelmeyer, who wants to know, how many years before I can start watching the NBA Finals again? Three? Five? Two. It'll be next year because LeBron's going to leave, which will make it more interesting just because of that. It means that the Cavs won't be there. Best bet where he lands. I think he's going to L.A. Oh, my God. I want to throw my computer. Boom. That leads into a second Twitter question from Matt Davis. Robbie, he wants each of us to make predictions <laughs> about where LeBron and Paul George play next season. Jay, you start, baby. I'm not, you don't want to hear what I... Give us what. Give them what they want. No, I'm not. Come on. You give it to us you in right now that they're all time. playing in Oklahoma City. No, that's not happening. There's, I, I, so looking at the roster construction, like there's... There's no way the Thunder, unless LeBron's like, I'll take the taxpayer mid-level exception. Uh, no, and he doesn't want to play in Oklahoma City. Like, it depends. More likely LeBron, in my mind, this is why LA doesn't make sense to me, is even if you pair him with Paul George, LeBron and Paul George are going to get run out of the gym. What team can he go to that's going to beat the Warriors? I mean, I think the Rockets or the Thunder would be the only two. Or, or Philly. I don't think I, Philly with LeBron is yeah, beating I, the Warriors. Paul George makes more sense. I don't know Boston. I just don't think <laughs> exactly. You can, yeah, yeah, it's Boston. Yeah, I don't think you can underrate how long this run has been for the Warriors either. And if LeBron had any talent, that's why I wouldn't ride off Philly and say Philly couldn't do it. If a, a healthy Philly team, like I think that they could compete with I just, the Warriors. I don't like the fit of LeBron and Philly right. as much. The fit's not great, but the, the talent level at that point, the way that they could that team could defend, and that's. That's the one of the biggest problems with this Cavs team is they just can't defend. No. And I'm I'm with you. Like just getting more talent around LeBron right now might be enough because say the Cavs, this crappy Cavs team, they almost won game one. If they won game one and believed in themselves a little more, they probably win the other night too and pull they that off have. too with Steph and Clay playing like that I, and with the start they had offensively. The, I just think it's like they're two player two really all star talent players the, away the only reason I, that's all the only reason i probably would disagree with you a little bit on that is because this warriors team and we've all talked about this like the worst part about them is they just play whenever they want to and they know they have the ability to be better than anybody that plays whenever they just try yeah i think I so if they lose game one they're going to win two three four i don't mind. think anybody had a chance this year i just think that as the years go on the rockets te- teams will have better chances if chris paul doesn't get hurt they really could have won that series could they, have, maybe not. They could would have, know. but they could have. I don't know, maybe. And then that final series with Rockets Cavs would have been so much better than this. I don't know. Rockets probably still smash the Cavs. But I it's don't new know. Look, new look finals. Cavs are so bad. They're not. So I don't know. I just wonder what the mentality is for a James Harden Chris Paul team going up against LeBron James. He's easily the best player. Oh, for sure. And. I mean, LeBron plays in the second half. Yeah. And if, if, especially if Chris Paul 
isn't able to play because there's a chance that he's not able to play in the finals if that team got through. Like somehow they win game seven and then they play James Harden versus LeBron James. I would bet LeBron James. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. They could win that series. I just, this is, I mean, by far the worst (coughs) Cavs roster they've had since he came back. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, Kevin Love is, is he just invisible? Like, I don't like it. I don't know why. Like, no one ever talks about him like he's any good. The Warriors just, I mean, if you have any deficiencies on offense, they just destroy you defensively. They're so disciplined defensively Mm -hmm. that they, like, Kyle Korver was incredible all playoffs and the Warriors have made him a total non-factor yeah anyway. does it make you think less of the Celtics now that they got beat by that Cavs team no I, I, probably not just because they only just think Jason, less of their run that they made this year not less of them moving forward but less of what their run was no because the, I think that Philly series is what cemented to me their run like yeah. that was an impressive it was, it was incredible so I don't know all right, let's move on to our next. Hold on. Nobody else answered the question. They made a lot of lucky shots. So, L.A. L.A. Alex thinks L.A. both of them. Yes, both. Yeah, Orlando for me. I kind of, <laughs> if I'm going to make, like, the most honest, I think they both are in Cleveland. Okay. Paul George stays. LeBron goes to Orlando. <laughs> Just to be I around. put me down for the magic. <laughs> Uh, Them's good odds on the magic. Andrew, what do you got? Big payout. Man, it's too bad Orlando doesn't have cap space. Yeah, LeBron calls, hey, I want to come. Oh, Sorry. you don't have cap space? Oh, Sorry. Dang it. We're paying Bismack. <laughs> they don't have cap space? The magic? Yeah. No way, man. <laughs> um, I think LeBron goes to Philadelphia, and um, Paul George stays in Oklahoma City for the short term. Okay, now let's move on to our next Twitter question. A lot Luke. of pressure on Brett. Wait, Brown. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Luke, you didn't answer. It comes from Luke, hold Katie on, man. What do you think? Lou who? I think they'll both retire. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to know who takes over in the Collison role of culture guy now that Collison is retired. Let's see. I think Steve is that guy. Ah, mm. uh, so the ne- next white guy up. Okay. All right, let's move on to our next <laughs> Twitter question. It comes from at real underscore easy. It can't be. It can't be a guy that's hadn't been in the organization for a long time. I just think if anybody embodies it the same way that Collison Steve. did, it's Stephen Adams. Wow. Yeah. He wants he wants what's best for the team and plays that way yep. every night. Yep. Real Feezy wants to know what's up with else the does. KD Perk beef. You never see Perk do that with Russ or Harden. Why do people think that's real? It's obvious they're obviously joking with each other. Who coming around? Really? You think that that's real? Like that's something I would do to my friend. I don't know what. Give him double birds. Double birds. Yeah. Perk I don't know though. I think it might be. I think it might be a thing of like because Perk was picking on Steph of Katie sticking up for his teammates. You know, Perk's just yelling at them all the whole game. But I, they have such long. I, I just feel like it was a total joke. Like they're just friends. And because uh, did you hear yeah. Katie? You saw Katie mouth like what he mouthed after <laughs> Perk flipped him off. I can't repeat it. But what he say? <laughs> I bet it's full of curse words. It is, but it, it looked like he was doing it in like a funny way to mm. me. I don't know. I. I are you mean I, to your friends usually? Yes. I think anybody <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think anybody that's played competitively like understands like there's just a difference in the way people function in a in a competitive game and especially the finals. Like Perkins may be best friends with Kevin Durant and would still literally flip him off, cuss him out. Like that's not abnormal. Like you know, how many times I had to apologize after a game for something I said during a game. Yes, a lot. You played I do with know. Me a lot. Yeah, you're yeah. Bad. You're bad. I'm a bad boy, <laughs> but it is like it's the dude the the level of intensity and obviously the Cavs, like especially after that game was it game one whenever Steph and Clay and LeBron had their little spat and then yeah because that's mm-hmm. the one that turned into Tristan Thompson like the emotions are elevated. Anytime you play basketball, but especially on this level, and especially when you feel like you have such little chance to do anything, so fight people. It's kind of the best way. It's like the bad news bears. 
You're not any good? Fight him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why else is Kendrick Perkins really in the NBA at all? No, yeah. Or on that team? They like, just need to suit him up, though, to be like a real enforcer. Yeah, like, why is he on that team? He's wise. Oh, he's so wise. <laughs> he's so wise. He's got... He's got... Clearly. Clearly, he's he, wise. He's got... He's got... Luke, Luke doesn't even know what no, he's going to say. No, I forgot the word I was going to say. <laughs> Intangibles, he's got him. There Microwaves. it is. Next, Twitter question from at Shannon Z Ward. He wants to know what second-round prospects that could be in the Thunder range intrigue you. Does anybody have any? Why is everybody looking at me? Uh, <laughs> you know why. This is what you talk about. Anybody? I, the only one I know that I think would be kind of okay is yeah. that point guard from West Virginia. Yeah. Ah, yeah, Mr. West Virginia is what they call him. <laughs> yeah. What's J- his name? Javon Carter. Yeah. I like him a lot. I watched him play against Trey Young, and he was incredible. He's a man. Yeah, I mean, for real. He's I think tw- he's 33. He's 22. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I really do like him. I don't know if he'll be available uh, where the Thunder are picking at 53 and 57. You know, if I'm if I'm going to be real... Don't worry about these picks, Thunder fans. Sell them. You could sell them. You could do whatever. Manu Ginobili went in the second round. Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> Don't worry about these picks, guys. I'll say it. Be great if they could. I mean, if they could get Javon Carter and they could, you know, I don't. I don't know who else. Uh, I mean, take a shot at Devonte Graham too. Like, just see. Like, can you get a backup point guard at the end of this draft? Maybe. Like, just try both of those. But I, I I wouldn't I don't know. Don't worry about these picks. Where are they picking? Fifty three and fifty seven. Woo! Ooh, those are good oh, picks oh, though. Oh. Those are good picks right there. Luka Doncic might fall away down to fifty three. Uh Justin Jackson from Maryland have also liked him. Um I don't know what his injury history is. Um, but there's just all the flawed players are here. And there's not really there's not many draft and stash players that I've seen. So I I would prefer that kind of guy, where you, a guy that could be a little bit better. But um, <laughs> we're just looking down at, the road. Does NBA Draft Net just like take everybody else's mock drafts from in there and then just throw players? We can like, we can talk about that later. I just am looking at it and I'm like, I don't know. And number one, like second round is just so bad. Yeah, we can talk about it later. There's actually some really good players at at the beginning of the they second have, round. They also have Luka Doncic going fifth right now to the Mavs. That would be a great fit for Luka. So, they, so they have Oklahoma City taking Raul Alkins. Raleigh Alkins. Raleigh Alkins, shooting mm-hmm. guard from Arizona. Raleigh, Raleigh Alkins spree. And then another. Sorry, Luke, so they have, they have the uh-huh. Thunder taking Sorry. two Arizona players. Yeah, two of the guys that made DeAndre Ayton look horrible on defense. Yeah, <laughs> they have the Thunder taking. That makes sense. The Thunder aren't taking those mm-hmm. guys. Yep. Likely story. All right. Okay, guys. Alonzo Trier. <laughs> sure, you watched a lot of Arizona this year. I was a big NCAA fan. <laughs> guys, it's time for that classic down to dunk uh, thing that we do. Oh, my gosh. It's the question about Mitch McGarry. Comes from at Red Sox Rebert, who wants to know, how good could Mitch McGarry have been? If he could have laid off the tweeds. This is Mitch McGarry of the Oklahoma City Thunder, and you're listening to the Down to Dunk podcast. Uh, how could, how could, could he have been? <laughs> I thought he could, I think he could have been really good, actually. His, his rookie season, he showed a ton of flashes. Um, he's a good offensive player. I'll tell you this, they wouldn't have taken Demonis Sabonis had Mitch McGarry have been good. Sabonis was like their second chance at a guy like that. Like and a, had he laid off the tweeds? If he would have laid off the tweeds? Laid off the tweeds. But he was talented. He could pass it. He could shoot. He could finish around the basket. He was a great rebounder. He could have been really good for the Thunder. And then if they still made that trade, they probably don't take Domas and they take somebody else, and then you just have more talent. But he laid on the tweeds. He's a knucklehead. He really is. He was at, wasn't there a story of and him? He loves snakes. He loves snakes. Loves snakes. And there was a story of him pulling up to a girl at a stoplight, and she and he thought she was cute, so he said, roll your window down, and asked for her this? number. Who told us that story? 
don't remember. But was I, it me I, who told us that story? I'm pretty sure you did, but I'm trying to remember who it was. Did I make that up? <laughs> Probably. Hmm. Hey, come check out my snakes. <laughs> All right, and that was the question about Mitch McGarry. <laughs> okay, next Twitter question comes from at Brittany Schull. She wants to know, if you are Brian Colangelo, do you divorce your wife? <laughs> it sounds like he's going to complete this whole throwing his wife under the bus thing by divorcing her. So, Luke, these are the things that you talk about. I don't think that you do unless he wasn't aware that she was doing this stuff. And he had to he had to have known. Can I, can I read you something? Yes. So these tweets were from last night. Apparently Woj was on Sports Center. Did you see these? Mm-mm. So this guy kind of transcribed it. So this is from Woj. He said, there's very few people inside or outside the Sixers organization that don't believe, at the very least, Colangelo was aware of the burners. And then there are two more things I thought these were very interesting. Second one, Brett Brown was never Brian or Jerry Colangelo's coach. Their plan was for Mike D'Antoni to become head coach. When he got the Rockets job, always a thought in the Colangelo's mind was that they'd put their own coach in, and their choice was Jay Wright. And Woj also said, what I heard around, around the league today was that a lot of good GMs and good jobs are calling their agents, seeing if there's a way out of their contracts. Everybody wants the Sixers job. Ooh. I think those are some interesting tidbits. They are interesting. Get that dang Colangelo family out of basketball. How about that? <laughs> they gone. They Do gone. you think he knew? Is Jerry it- gone? No, he's still Jerry's going to sabotage now. He's so mad. If he didn't know about the accounts, he knew that his wife knew about the things that she knew about. He knew about yeah. the accounts, though, because uh, the thing going back to when the Sixers told him and they shut off two accounts, they told him about the two accounts and then all five accounts. I'm were sure gone he knew. Front. I'm sure he knew. I'm sure he called his wife and was like, hey, here's listen, here's, here's the more here's important thing. Here's the more important thing. Do you think he had the conversation with his wife saying, hey, I'm about to go and completely throw you under the bus. It's the only way for me to maybe even keep my job. She may have said, throw me under the bus. If she did, they should stay together. But if she didn't know, and he was just like, it's my wife. Then she, then, then I think they, uh, my wife. It's so BS that right after it came out that he came out with a thing that was like, somebody's out to get me. Yeah. Yeah. Looking back now. Yeah. He's kind of a trash man. Trash yeah. person. It's a yeah. He's not a good situation. He got a new job as a trash man. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's it's the only job man. he could get. Uh, yeah. Uh, should he? Fight for your marriage, Brian. Come on. Love. I believe in love. Don't do it. Here's my here's my take. You got something worth fighting for. She should divorce him. Obviously, he's not <laughs> a very good person. Probably a terrible husband. Is she no. in a Stockholm syndrome situation? <laughs> I think so. I think she's in love with her abuser. Uh, I don't know. Oh, my God. It could be emotional abuse. I'm just saying. He seems like a trash person, and she was really sticking up. The next Twitter question uh, is from... Do you have one that of, of the of the main Twitter questions you really like? Want me to go to just do? Start, just, start, just start rapid fire. Rap, do you want me to do fun ones? No. <laughs> fun ones or the real ones? Go through the real ones. Okay. Uh we have plenty of we have we have 20 25 uh, minutes of time to go right now we're running out of time okay our next twitter question comes from at pepsi united he says cp3 made it clear that he won't take any pay cut but who will give a 33 year old a five-year max that's paying a 38 year old over 40 million for one year houston will houston will pay him what i think what he asked because they that's dumb he opted in to his contract so that they could trade for him. And you don't think that there was a conversation before that happened? Like, hey, listen, if I opt in, I'm losing $10 million this year. So you have to make please that me. max me out next year, and I will stay. Well, and the other thing for the Rockets is they feel like they're close enough that they're going to do whatever yeah. just to keep this roster together. And just because, they're going to pay so much money this And just because season. somebody might be bad in three years, it doesn't mean you shouldn't sign them now. Like, if that happened... Russell Westbrook shouldn't have got like his extension. There's, there's so many players that should have never signed any contracts. It's just it's just strange logic. Yeah. That you should never... Because he's thir- because when he's 38, he'll be paid this. Like That doesn't mean that he's not going to be awesome for the next three... He could be awesome at 38. We don't know. He won't be. But 
<laughs> I know for a fact. <laughs> but no, no one the, thought LeBron would be this good this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. The only, I mean, I think obviously what Pepsi United is saying here is like a real, like we all admit that that's the Rockets are in a weird, weird, hard place uh, because they are like that. Chris Paul is not ideal to have. I mean, he's injury prone as a 33 year old. Like, what does I, it look like for him to be 38? Like, I get it out there in a walker. But you do not want you also him have to, at 34 and 35. Like he's probably still going to be. Really yeah, awesome. you ha- and that's so that's the point, right? To have him for the next two years, where he's still going to be an incredible part of your play, and he may be good for four out of the five. Who knows? Uh, but to have him as part of the next two or three years is worth the two years you're going to take a hit. Um, but yeah. they, I mean, the hard thing, and we've talked about this before, we'll talk about it a lot. Is Capella is a free agent, and yeah. I guarantee the Mavericks are going to max him, like or do close to. If they can get Luca. Then they'll max yep. Capella. So yeah. anyway, but uh, the Rockets have a ton of roster questions or coming booking. up. Ariza and Bamute, oh. like a lot of guys that were important on this team. A good reminder that Chris Paul has missed more than twenty games the last two seasons. Yeah. Do you That's think great. Houston wouldn't won't do it, or do you know they will? It just is gonna. I think they should him. play hardball with him. I mean, what's he gonna do? Go take a five year max from like Orlando? Like, right? Well, they don't have valid. Caps. They don't have cap space. <laughs> yeah. Like I would, I would Brooklyn. Told, yeah, is he going to go to Brooklyn? Like, fine, go to Brooklyn. Yeah, that's good. I mean, so what would you do? You offer? Are you offer offering the five three, years? Or are you three, year three year max? Yeah, that's what I was going to. Yeah, smart. I, probably more old. I mean, but if you're the Rockets, you really want him to. I mean, if I'm Chris Paul, like I'm just going to go somewhere else. Like, what if Philly can't get the players that they want, and Chris Paul is still sitting out there saying, "Give me the five year," and Philly says, "Hey, we'll do it." Hmm. Like you really want to be the Rockets, and you and you miss out on the being an elite team for the next three years because you don't want to pay him in five years. Or if one of the teams that gets LeBron or Paul George, who whatever team yeah, that Chris is, Paul and then they want to max out Chris Paul. Chris Paul goes to the Lakers. I mean, right? There will be teams. Chris Paul finally makes it to the Lakers. Right? Is destined <laughs> after all these years. I, yeah, I think that there's. I mean, you've got to at least try that. I think you have to Unless try. You, you think you're going to offend him? Oh, I think he'll piss him right off if you try to do that. <laughs> I don't know. He wants to be in Houston. Every everything points to that. He also said he he's not Houston. going to make any concessions. Yeah, he's, but he's bought so much Western wear, which is also what LeBron. <laughs> I mean, yeah, too, it's right? a big deal. Those boots—they're not going to fly in California. Mm, that's true. Philly, he can't wear that hat there. Oh, shot dead. Whew. That's that's their pitch to him. Look, you have too much Western clothes. You have to take a three-year deal. Seriously, I mean, on, uh, that would be ideal for them. But what, if you're Chris, pitch? if you're Chris Paul, like you don't want to be out on the market again in three years, because you're not going to get that same deal. Yeah. So yep. you want to push for, and and he's one of the heads of the players, and he yeah, knows he's going to try to get as much as he can. Like he's he's not an idiot. I think that he will try to push for as much as he can, and he should. He honestly, he should. Luke, ask that question by at Ross B. At Ross B. Let me find it. Okay. Twitter question from at Ross B. He wants to know, let's say Paul George decides to join LeBron, but in Cleveland. (laughs) No! What might a sign and trade between Cleveland and OKC look like? Would Cleveland want to give up Kevin Love? Would the Thunder accept anything less? So here's... I mean, you probably have something a little more processed to this, but maybe for Alex, I'll ask you this question and Taylor and Luke. What's the minimum you would take? Dollar? Back. Now, Oklahoma City doesn't have a ton of leverage in this, right? <laughs> right. They, so, they wouldn't if Paul George said, hey, I'm going to Cleveland, sign I mean, he, and trade me. He may say, I'm going to L.A. or Cleveland. You choose. Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that you do ask for Kevin Love. Um, if you don't take back Kevin Love, I think that you say George Hill and Whoa. somebody else eighth pick. and the eighth pick. Yep. Can you get Kevin Love and something else? I think Kevin Love <laughs> and the eighth pick would probably be. That would be wonderful. That would be it? amazing. I think Cleveland would do it. Maybe. But I if you're, I mean, if you have LeBron staying, and yeah. you're, you're going to give away your second best player and the potential maybe future second best player on your team for Paul George, who 
just had surgery. I guess it's just like how valuable is Paul tightness. George to them. No, the question is how how valuable is LeBron James to them? Like Paul George makes so much more sense. I get it, but I'm just saying, like, do you what leverage does Oklahoma City have to say you have to give us both? Paul George. Yeah, I mean you don't have anything. So I don't. I mean if I would be in so mad if it's like George Hill and the seventh pick. Well, it wouldn't even be that, Jay. It'd be the eighth pick. Yeah. So that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'd be happy if it no. And I mean I think eighth pick, you've seen Trey Young land there. Uh the one that makes the most sense to me if they move Paul George, though, is uh, the kid from Missouri. Michael Porter Jr. Uh, seems like Missouri. Be, it seems like he's going to be gone before then. Maybe. Uh, but who knows? You never know. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. Okay. Yeah, are, we, are we done with that question? Yeah. I don't know. Anything, I mean, any other thoughts on a sign and trade with Paul George to the Cavs? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that, I mean, how does Kevin Love fit with an OKC then would be the question. Great. Yeah, I think so, actually. Love and Adams? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Westbrook, uh. Adams, pick and roll, kicking out to a Ooh. wide open Kevin Love. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Mm. You don't like that? Ooh. 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 You don't like that? Ooh. I think there's... Ooh. I, I think... Uh. Will you mute both of them? <laughs> yeah. I will. Three and four. Wait, which one's Alex? Uh, Alex is five. Okay. Nope. Uh, uh, uh. No, Didn't he's say not. Say the magic word. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I mean, it would be... And Kevin Love and Westbrook have talked for a long time about the roomies. wanting to play together. They were roomies. So, that would be a great recovery for OKC. Yeah. They would be if fun for the next four years and never compete again for a championship. Not that they did in the last two years, but... yeah. You know, with the Paul George, you at least have this like faint hope. It's like if everything goes right mm-hmm. and three things go wrong for the Warriors, <laughs> you know. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens this summer. And let's see. I, we don't I still know think what, Paul George is staying in Oklahoma City. I'll just say it again. We don't know what Sam could do this oh. off season either. All right, our next question. Hey, will you talk about real quick? What did Shams? Shams? Yeah, let me pull up those quotes from Shams. So, what was that on a podcast? It was. It was on the Chris Mannix show. The Chris Mannix show. Uh, so they had, so I'll fill the space here, but. The Chris Mannix show. <laughs> so he, he talked about Russell Westbrook and Paul George's relationship. He said, Paul George has become really close with Russell Westbrook. He also said things like they do things that friends do. Bang, 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 bang. And could bang, go bang. a long way. Bang, bang. You guys yelling is not going to get you anything. Okay. <laughs> so you guys stop that. You want us to yell or you want our mics on? You want us to yell or you want our mics on? I want you to shut up. Shut up. <laughs> um, and that their relationship could go a long way for Oklahoma City as it goes into July 1st. Yeah. Same things Woj said on that. But show. he never said anything about their friendship. Yeah. Which I. I mean, everyone t- wants to talk about a potential conversation that LeBron and Paul George could have. Like every, and that is like, those are the headlines, right? The headline is never Russell Westbrook and Paul George have gotten really close and he has a chance to stay in OKC. You know? Yeah. What did the Thunder, hypothetical, not going to happen? What do the Thunder have to do to be able to create space for LeBron James if you were going to say, I'm coming to play with Russ and Paul George? They don't. Steven Adams, gone. I don't even know if you could actually make it happen. You'd have to do maybe a sign-and-trade for a year. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, really, is it possible? Sure. Kind of like the Rockets, though, too. Right? The Rockets have a little more flexibility. Yeah. Because they have all those free agents. You, just, you don't have half your roster. Yeah. The Thunder... I mean, Mello would have to be gone. Which that's, I mean, there's no way to, I mean, unless he opts. If Mello opts out, let's say Mello opts out, you trade Steven Adams for nothing. And (laughs) there's just. (laughs) I hate them so much. Yeah, you're not getting back on. We have a next word of question. (laughs) 
All right, our next Twitter question comes from at not KD underscore great guy. <laughs> wants to know if there was a real life purge, whose house we staying at? I think about the purge all the time. We're three years from it being a reality. <laughs> I'm going down to my place at Lake Eufaula. Oh, good idea. Especially now that we know. Secluded. Easy, secluded, easy to fortify. Trees, forest, uh, a lot of places to hide, you know? Yeah. But the only question is, do you trust your friends? Ooh. Yeah. Is the purge a thing Not where you. the people are infected or they just want no, to kill? the purge thing is for one day a year, all crime is legal. Oh, well, that'd be great. I know. You just go to Ufall for I a know. day. Yeah. It'd be a, ni- it'd be a nice little trip. I know. You can also, like, worst case scenario, just get on a boat. Just get on a boat. Stay out there. However, you can. Someone's just going to mow you down with a Or sniper gun. rifle. Good call. Yeah. yeah. But all crime is legal. And uh, I could. The best thing about the purge is I think about how Donald Trump would introduce the purge if he was doing it. <laughs> He's like, you know, a lot of people are saying we need a day when we get all this anger out. There's a lot of anger out there, and we need one day to get it all out. I'd be like, okay. I think he's right. Yeah. Let's do it. I you think guys, about how much prep time do you get? I mean, it's announced like this weekend is the purge. This week. Okay. So this week. Like it's like a day. But like they like know it's Saturday. The but it's, you get a few days advance notice. You oh, get, you, you so get like once it's set, you get notice. the year. Oh, it's, really? Yeah. And then and it's that day every year. It's like every July 15th is yeah. the purge. So the oh, first yeah. the first purge, you yeah, have the best chance of survival, I think, because no one. But then when these killers have a whole year to prepare, I think that's when yeah, you're like. You also have a year to build like a yeah. shelter for your family and lock it from the inside. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Safe room. But then what they should do they should do some movies on this. Oh my god, great idea! Oh, that's a good idea. I love the purge, and I think about it all the time. Okay, let's move on. What's wrong next. with you? <laughs> hey man, yeah, I'm not going to Luke's house in <laughs> Ufala anymore. I Never. think about the purge all the time. <laughs> it's it's a trick. Next Twitter question comes from at Ben underscore Burke ten, who wants to know which NBA player has the best smile. His vote is Vince Carter or Kevin Love. Hey, this is a nice one. Hmm. Hey, don't uh, don't shortchange Corey Brewer. He's got a great smile. Uh, yeah. Andrew Wiggins, great smile. Yes, he's got a big smile, big old smile, big old smile. <laughs> I don't know anybody else's smiles. Russell Westbrook has an underrated smile. I'll say that it's good. It's a good smile. Homer, it's a great <laughs> smile. <laughs> we just don't, we just don't see it that often. Homer Simpson has a that, good smile because when you see it, you know you earned it. That's right. You know? That's exactly right. All right. Guys, next Twitter question comes from at R. Warren Beck, who wants to know our favorite non-alcoholic beverage or food item to cool yourself during summer. We've limited ourselves so much by saying non-alcoholic. <laughs> Luke, has my, no, Luke has no answer. For looks my, like, looks <laughs> like I don't ever drink it. I mean, because my, my answer is going to be boring. Like, ooh, a tall glass of ice water. <laughs> With a little splash of beer. Just <laughs> a, a, a spritz of beer. Snow cones, man. I love snow cones. Ooh. Mm. Uh, I'm, I like snow cones so much more in theory than in execution. Well, where are you getting your snow cone? They at? can be hard to eat. They're just across from the street from that uh, Ace Hardware parking lot. Oh, what? <laughs> Ace <laughs> Hardware in the back. There's a shack. There's a little. There's shack. a place in a. There's a place in Edmond called Bahama Bucks. That yes, is kind of like a Hawaiian, like the Hawaiian style ones. Yeah, they're really good. Shaved but, ice. They throw a little ice cream in it. Hey, when they yeah. say Hawaiian style, is is that like because it's authentic? Like, did snow cones really come from Hawaii? Oof. No, it's a, the way they—it's so. the way they do the ice. Yeah, there's a difference between shaved ice and shave ice. I'm not oh, kidding. Really? Yep, I'm not kidding, and I don't know which one's which. It it's the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. No, it's not. Every it's time you have a snow cone, don't you wish? I wish there was a little bit of alcohol in this, <laughs> like a few shots of something. A few <laughs> shots? Yeah. Oh yeah, multiple? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've not at, at not least thought that. Two. No, no, like a Miami Vice. No. no. I've made myself sick with uh, flavor ice. Oh, really? I had 10 <laughs> on Wednesday. <laughs> like recently. <laughs> like this week. Yeah, Man. and I, I haven't gone to the bathroom since. <laughs> There's some chemical in there. Watch out. Watch out. <laughs> I love I love a sparkling water. Oh, yeah. Oh, What's your favorite brand? What's your favorite brand? Let's rank them. Like a Topo Chico? 
My wife is I do like on a, a bubbly yeah. kick right now. Uh, oh, a bubbly! You're a bubbly family. We used to be Lacroix. Mm, I don't drink any of them. I'm still like Lacroix. Pimple fruit or pimple mousse? Yeah, pimple fruit. I love pimple fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, bubble mousse. Bubbly, mousse. bubbly is a full dollar cheaper. Yeah, per twelve pack. They're making a big push. Big push out there. Because that's I'm assuming bubbly is owned by. It's eight. Coke it's an eight here. Pepsi it's an eight pack. The bubbly. Oh, is it? Is that the difference? It's an eight pack, and I go with it's like all American something, and it's hot dog get, flavor. You get you get the twelve. <laughs> it's blackberry flavored. Ooh, I haven't had the blackberry. And it's so good, and it's the cheapest at Walmart, and it is my favorite. The only bad thing is that it does, the can looks like a beer. And so, uh. like, I had one whenever I was coaching. Oh, it's a 12-pack. The eight-packs were $3 yesterday at Walmart. Oh, and so that's why I didn't go with it. What is this bub? What is bubbly? Same thing. Yeah. Um, but really? anyways, the can looks like a beer, and I was coaching my son's soccer team holding one of them mm. and somebody thought i was coaching my kid's soccer team did someone with have, a beer did someone have a problem with that it's a church league for children <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> andrew you are a rebel anyways it's my favorite it's unbelievable all right let's move on to our next twitter question and this uh from at kev underscore vh best moments in the down to dunk group text do we have any that, that spring to mind? Fritter Nation, let me hear you. <laughs> Fritter Nation is definitely a highlight of... Uh, <laughs> Do of people our... know what we're talking about when mm, we say Fritter Yeah, Nation? I explained it the other day. You did? Yeah. Oh. Well, we, we've been eating fritters. We all love fritters except for Luke. <sighs> we've been pumping up apple fritters to each other on our text group until someone buys them. Yep. Every and, week. And it's and called it was, Fritter Nation. It was until I bought them. And I thought the joke was that I would always say I was, and I never did. And yeah. then I actually did one time. And ever since, every Friday since then, we've had fritters. Yeah. It's too many fritters. Someone save me. I'm so sick of fritters. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> uh, probably the 2016 playoffs with our text group was probably the highlight. Okay. Remind me of some... When we just are texting each other throughout the entire game. Yeah. Yeah. And we're texting each other things, not like strategy of the game, but we're texting things to each other thinking that it will determine, help determine the outcome of the game. Right. Like we used to say Scott Brooks blows goats. And that <laughs> he should be fired. Yes. Yeah. We used to say when he wasn't the coach anymore. Billy Donovan was a coach, but when Scott Brooks was a coach, we discovered that when we crapped on Scott Brooks in our text, it turned into good things on the court it helps every yeah. time yeah also yeah. a good one was earlier this week when i found out jay was watching professional wrestling and we texted about it for 30 minutes <laughs> that's true but you guys hated that yep we did all right yep. guys hey you know what i want to talk about and i don't hate actually i love oklahoma shirt company They're, they helped us make our uh, paul george chicken fried rice shirt and they were a pleasure to work with and uh, I highly recommend doing it. Anything you want on a shirt, they can put on it. And they are, if you just have an idea, they have uh, artists that can make up a graphic for your T-shirt. And it is great. I know you'll be happy with your result. I was very happy with ours. They also have their Shirt of the Month Club, $10 a month, a new Oklahoma-themed shirt every month. They also have Texas kansas missouri versions i believe if that's your thing you just love states you can get them all <laughs> um and if there's a state that doesn't have a shirt and you want it talk to them and they can make it for you and guess what i guarantee it'll be pretty cool and be like hey man where'd you get that sweet north dakota shirt oklahoma shirt company <laughs> <laughs> they can help you make it they are great. Uh, support those that support us, and they are one of them, and we like them a lot. Guys, I have one more question now. It's already miffed. How are you paved? Miffed. 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 Miffed and paved. Alex, you've been doing a lot of traveling. Yeah. Traveling sometimes miffs me off. Are you miffed? Mm, not about traveling. What you, what you miffed on? I'm miffed about quote retweets. Okay. Mm. They're fine if you have something to say. but <laughs> They're fine if you have something to say. But 
the thing that I'm seeing so much stolen, more and more. Are you talking about stolen valor? Well, stolen valor <laughs> is an issue on Twitter. With, but quote, with quote retweets. I'm talking about the people who quote retweet and just say, I am screaming. Yes. Uh, or, or say, yeah. I can't breathe. Yes. I think that is just Dead. so they get the likes and the retweets. Yeah. It's stolen valor. Yeah. I, I've been trying to uh, limit my quote retweets more. Right. I'm, I've been trying to just do a straight retweet, you know? Yeah. Credit so, the source. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Sometimes I see the quote ret- retweet and it's something funny. I go back to the original one and do that one. Yes. Mm. That's smart. Mm-mm-mm. And I don't quote retweet. I don't think I do anyway. It's, Not good, it's good etiquette. Twitter etiquette. It really is. You know what You know what I find myself always falling into is, and I'm being vulnerable with you guys. Oh, my God. When I see a tweet and I think it's funny, I think, can I add to this to be a part of the funny of this tweet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes, so I'll quote tweet it and try to add to the joke. And then sometimes I'll look back and be like, oh, you ruined the joke. Because I, it was a good joke that I thought was funny already. So, but you, but you want to be a part of that joke. You know what right, I mean? Right, you right. want the val. I think I've I think I've committed oh, stolen valor. It's okay. It's now you know. I didn't know, man. So, I didn't. We know all that did. It was all, all like. But if you're adding that, if you're trying to add to the joke and it makes it, I think that's okay. But he's saying the stuff with doesn't add to it. They're just saying like, OMG, right? Like that's just like a reaction that's like not doesn't make it any funnier, I right? Think. You could just retweet it. Right. And we understand from your retweet that you enjoyed it <laughs> and that you want to share and it. And plus with seeing so many people's likes now yeah. on Twitter, I, I've started just liking stuff because I'm like, that's probably going to show up on people's feeds anyways. Mm. Yeah, That's true. So what's a, the what's a circumstance in which you would? What's, what are the rules for quote, quote retweeting? retweeting? If, yeah. you're, if you're adding like a, a substantial thought onto it. So you're commenting on it beyond just a a pure like emotional reaction, right? And because you could just comment to the tweet, but then your followers won't see it. So if it's something that you you have an opinion or a comment or something to add to it that you want your followers to see, right? Yeah, you don't need to quote retweet and say this is funny. You could just retweet it because we we could probably figure that out, right? Oh, that I don't know why this guy retweeted this thing. <laughs> what could it possibly be? Why didn't he quote retweet this? <laughs> yeah. Do you get it? I guess. Do you yeah. get it? Yeah. Are, are you miffed about anything, Andrew? Um, I was at Walmart before the rainstorm started yesterday and then was there during it and had to leave Walmart. And so... Why? Well, to go home. Oh. <laughs> was it loud in the Walmart? It was incredibly loud. Oh yeah, you couldn't hear anybody. Everyone was just all the Walmart employees were just yelling at each other. But I had to sprint with my cart out, and it's Oof. just like I was. Cr- I created a wake behind me with my cart. Oh yeah, and I was just completely just soaked from head to toe. Oh man, but it was kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Yeah, that sounds really fun. It was actually <laughs> super fun. <laughs> You started crying in the car. You're like, I haven't had fun in weeks. I just realized. <laughs> no, that's great. It was, I'm really not even that miffed about it. I'm miffed. What are you miffed about? What you miffed about? Bed frames. Oh, tell bed me about it. Oh, let me tell you about it. It's impossible to find a dang bed frame. Did you know this? Uh-uh. Preach. Okay. So, fiance and I get a new bed. We get a queen-size bed. We had a full-size bed before. We need a new bed frame because the dogs sleep under the bed. They need room to get under there. They like to sleep under there. So, we're going to look for a normal bed frame. We go to Target. They don't have bed frames. We go to Walmart. They don't have bed frames. You You can't just order it? You need to go to, like, Mathis. Hold on. We went to Bed Bath & Beyond. You're going to the wrong place. You are going to the wrong place. you got to take a step up, I'm sorry. This store has the word bed in it. We went to Bed Bath & Beyond. They don't have bed frames. We had to go to, and then we thought, yeah, we should go to a mattress store. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then we went and we found one immediately. But <laughs> yes, but the places where you want to go, I mean, uh, c- uh, come on, Bed Bath & Beyond. You have you be, been in Bed Bath & Beyond? I have. They have a trillion items in there. Yeah. It is, it's, in, it's engrossing. You want to go, for, you can't go for five to ten minutes because you end up spending just 30 just looking around. It's, in, it's, Anxiety inducing, and they don't have bed frames. See, I find it very calming. Amazon has bed frames. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, why did <laughs> well, you just we buy needed one? one? We just bought the bed. We bought it so, from a friend. We bought a mattress. We needed it that day. So you went up to what size did you used to have? 
full. We okay. went to a queen. And how is the extra space? It's only seven inches, but that makes all the difference. <laughs> Did you know that? Did no. you know the difference between a full and a queen is seven inches? And it's longer, so it's good for me because my feet are always hung off the bed. And now it's great, and it makes all the difference, let me tell you. I, my dream is to have, one, a California king-size mm. mattress, mm. two... A home that can support a California king yeah, size yeah, mattress. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> right now, I'd have to be in my living room. King's uh, California king is just longer. Also, it's, it's wider. Uh, also wider. it's wider than it's less wide than a king. Did you know that? Yep. Do you remember Al Jefferson's bed? Al Jefferson's bed. Do you remember Shaq's bed? Remember Al Jefferson bed? bought a twenty thousand dollar bed. <laughs> mm. I, I think that's smart. Here's my here's my here's my, here's my bed theory. Don't. You spend this much on a car, like it, you wouldn't bat an eye at spending twenty thousand dollars on a car, oh. right? No, no eyes batted. But you're going to you spend, spend at least more six to eight hours every night. You're going to spend bed. more time in your bed, so you Valid. should spend more money on your bed. I would feel I really conflicted taking out a loan for a bed. Yeah, no man, I've <laughs> almost got what? my bed paid off. Yeah, you know I'm what saying. though? I'm and with it's already you. falling apart. That seems like the right thing to take a loan out for, though. <laughs> Okay. I think we've got our priorities. Hey, let's call yeah. up Dave Ramsey. Yeah. See what he thinks about this. Hey, hey Dave. <laughs> we're real. thinking about taking out a $20,000 loan for a bed. What do you think about that? <laughs> I'm saying, if, but if you're sleeping well, it, it is going to make every other aspect yep. of your life better. But, but the beauty is you don't have to spend $20,000 to get a bed that's good. I know. I'm saying, you didn't have to spend the amount of money you did on your car but either, but I'm there's a reason saying, you bought that car. I'm saying spend 10 <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I'm saying spend 10 And not that I've done it. But I want to do it. Oh wow, that's a huge bed. I mean, it's gigantic. This is Al Jefferson's bed. It so is. many people on He's it. He's gigantic, and it he could lay twenty of themselves in it. He looks like a toy version of himself. Is it, is it like the bed from A Shot at Love with Tila Tequila? Oh, we don't want to know what happened on that bed. Thanks for listening to our pod. But guys, back to the queen size mattress. I've been sleeping like a queen on that. You remember this one? 